Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. Meow, bitches. Happy Titty Tuesday. How's everybody doing? This week's episode is a little different from anything that I've done before. There's this festival in Phoenix called the Full Moon Festival. It used to be in downtown Phoenix and now just moved to Tempe. It used to happen before COVID every other month. The last one they had, I think, was back in December and honestly was kind of a shit show. So it's been a couple months since they put one on. I went down with my beautiful friend Diamond and her husband Gabe and we had a ball. We went around and talked to some people, asked them some fun questions and made some new friends. It was really surprising and I'm still trying to figure out why, but I was all excited to bring my stuff. I brought, I've made lighters, I brought stickers, I brought a microphone with me and then all of a sudden I just got super nervous and I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. What if nobody wants to talk to me? What if they don't like me? Like what if they don't want to answer my questions? And Diamond looked at me and said, girl, you're ridiculous let's go so thank you bitch I appreciate you for helping me to open the door to going after my hopes and dreams and asking people questions so I hope you guys enjoy we uh, talk about societal norms we talk about being poly um, loving yourself and accepting yourself and coming from a broken household and how that affects you and your relationship and sexuality and we also talk to a real life porn star hope you guys enjoy have a great week my little sex kittens What's up, all my little sex kittens? We have an extra interesting episode. We're at the Full Moon Festival in Tempe. It's not in downtown anymore. We've been hanging out tonight with my good friend Diamond and Gabe. What do you guys think of the Full Moon Festival tonight? Honestly, I think they did really well. You know, like from the past Full Moon experiences that I've went to, I feel like they went through and they came. I said that backwards, but they did. <laughs> no, they did a good job. They did a really good job, yeah. The lines were really bad last time, so they made it a point on Instagram to have the lines better. We got in super quick. We didn't yeah, even have to wait. Less than a minute, really. Yeah, truly. What do you guys think of the music and the act so far? Honestly, I'm loving the music. The hip-hop, I'm not too sure about. I guess, you know, they're trying to bring more diversity into the rave culture, but... The hip-hop DJ knows what he wants to do as well, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of hard to go off of. Yeah, it's different. It's different. He's wild out Can you describe your outfit to us? Let me see the jacket. It's a velvet psychedelic shirt with rainbows and pot leaves. It's beautiful, honestly. Yeah, can we have a little runway walk for it? Throw the jacket over the shoulder. Ooh, love it. Look at those hips. He's giving us a nice little runway walk. Ooh. Ooh, hit us with the blue steel. Love it. <laughs> Work it. All right, so we're at the Full Moon Festival, and we made some new friends. How's your night been going? Fantastic. What brings you to the Full Moon Festival tonight? It has been a long time since COVID. Yes. Is it your first one since COVID? Yes. 
Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love the new um, stage and area that they're bringing to. Yes, so much better. It's like a mini e forest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) What do you guys think about tonight? Oh, it's really awesome. Um, We actually used to help with this party a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really like this venue. Like, I think they finally found, like, a nice spot to, like, do everything that they want to do. Because I know the last one they were having issues with, like, just, like, space and stuff. Yeah, so. it was really weird. You had yeah. to walk through the stages and there wasn't necessarily, like, a space to dance yeah. or, like, hang out. Yeah. This flows a lot better. Yeah. The, the last one had a, a lot of um, last-minute um, and very expensive costs to make it happen. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I... Uh, what I like about this one is that it really tunes, uh, fine tunes the intimacy that like was full moon, but for each stage, yeah, like it, everything is separated enough, but still together enough cohesively to where like you can actually start to see the uh, the idea of full moon festival with this venue, which is which is really cool. You know, like again, we used to work with them and uh, on the silent disco stage, so it's cool to see the growth. And silent disco has been slapping tonight. The artists have all been phenomenal. Uh, Matthew James with House of Sin, fucking, he always, it's always a good time on his stages. I love. So my podcast is about sex. Do you guys have any? Do you have a kink? Do you have a fetish? Do you have any terrible sex stories? Do you have a good sex story? A sex tip? Favorite sex position? Anything. If you guys are bisexual, gay, whatever, want to talk about that? I can tell I'm a whatever is... I'm all about um, if it's a good time, then I'm down. I don't care what you are or... It doesn't matter. It's a good time. It's a, everyone's consenting and it's fun. Like then, uh, let's go. <laughs> like. So then, have you always had that mindset, or has it been something that you've grown into? Uh, no, I I've grown into that mindset. Uh, I for a very long time um, I had battled with just who I was and comfortability with being that open with things uh, just from uh, uh, sexual abuse as a child and uh, the confusion it caused me growing up and just coming from a you know a fucked up home in general like uh, it it took me a long time um, to get to where I'm comfortable saying like yeah like it yeah yeah yeah, no it's no yeah, so I really appreciate that, guys. Well, and, uh, to, to be honest, it, I I was able to fully get to this place because of meeting her. Like, it, too. like I feel like um, some of like the trauma that I've had, like I feel like we've been able to kind of heal it through sex too, in a way, you know, like um, yeah, because like we're very kinky people, <laughs> like but, yeah, so like it and like I think it having like a safe person to like explore that with is yeah. is really important and it yeah like it, like like you said it, it's helped both of our journeys just like as people yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah that's awesome i i think that um it's it's interesting to me how people think that uh sex 
is supposed to be like a, a specific way. Based, yes. But based purely on how you grew up, like who your influences were, what your culture is, religion, like what, whatever that person or wherever that person comes from, it, their idea of what sex is supposed to be will be completely different than the next. And because of that, I think it's very important for people, especially like in the times we're in now, where like sex, at least in America, like it, it's just everywhere. It's in your face all the time, 24 seven. And like, there are multiple people I, that I went to high school with that are full blown porn stars now. And it's awesome, but it is just, crazy to think about that is something that even just in my lifetime thus far I would say there was a time as a child it was still taboo where now like OnlyFans yeah exactly like like do you love your life Thank you, sir. That's not the best example of rave right there and just rave interactions, and I don't know what is. Like, that was perfect. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think um, everyone should just... It's important, I think, nowadays for people to realize that uh, it's okay to... Just do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Exactly. Just be happy. Uh, yeah. Cause like, at the end of the day, we're all animals. Like, and uh, so because of that, like, it's in our genetics to want to have sex. Okay. So let's talk about this. When people want to demonize people for being, and they call them sex addicts. Like, sex addict doesn't exist. I don't feel like that's a thing. Like, humans are meant to be here to fuck and to reprocreate, like, pro-recreate. And literally, they're trying to shun us from, like, being who we are. Like, I think it's very important for people who do decide to have children from, from now until... Whenever I mean, the planet's probably gonna explode, anyways. So why why have children? Let's just party our asses off. Uh, but cats and dogs. Uh, I do think it's important that people really think about the fact that if they decide to have a child or they've had children and they're they're uh, young still, really consider the fact that everything you do for the rest of your life needs to be based around molding and and helping that child become not the person you want them to be or and not and don't try to be a better parent than your parents were go at it with the basic mindset of i want to 
give the universe one more productive, healthy, active, a good human being, intelligent member of society. Yeah, yeah it's like, a idea. like, yeah, it, yeah. right? <laughs> and and it honestly, it it, sh- it it's funny, but it's not. You know, like it it's really sad that we've come to a place in society where everyone is so comfortable with just being themselves, right? And like, I want to have an orgy. I want to fucking do this. I want to get slapped in the face. I want to get choked. I want to get fucked in the ass. Whatever it is, like, it doesn't matter. Yet, even if they're comfortable with it, there's still the underlying tone of like, well, that's weird. Well, why? What? What? Yeah, it's bad. Why? What? Why? Dirty for thinking that way. As as long as you're consenting to it. Yeah. And all parties involved are consenting yeah. to yeah. whatever it is that's happening. It. It, fucking yeah. fuck until your brains fall out. <laughs> like fucking it like it the social norms are the worst fucking thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been I, dealing with these social norms recently. So me and my boyfriend started dabbling in the swinging lifestyle so that is very new um and then just so i i guess i identify as pan i don't know i don't know that's somebody told me i was like yeah if you're hot you're hot i'll fuck you you know (laughs) i don't i don't fucking care you know what i mean like it is what it is they're like oh you're pan i'm like okay whatever (laughs) i know i'm like put a label on it whatever um and recently i met this girl and she was very attractive um so i started exploring that aspect and that's been really really fun so i'm kind of diving into more of like poly which is very interesting for me and my boyfriend and yes and it's very new experience but it also feels like very wrong you know like as you're going and you're doing things you feel like this resistance to proceed but it feels so natural and it feels so right and it's so hot yeah Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to find somebody that like accepts that mindset and all the people that you interact with, you have, they have to also accept yeah, that. Yes. Relationships because we try it, and I just feel like nobody in Arizona knows what polygamy means, and they just, I feel like another, I don't know, it's just fucking screwed out here. Like, I can be able to fuck my husband and another guy if I want to, and another girl. It shouldn't be like, I feel like there's a billion, billion people on this planet. Everyone's gonna fuck somebody, and you can fuck multiple people. You shouldn't have to feel like you can't. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for talking, guys. Thank you. Yeah, of course. That was really fun. So, do you guys have any fun sex stories or kinks or anything crazy? Anything not crazy? So, I've done different types of sex work. I've um, stripped. I mostly cammed back when I first came, turned 18. I honestly like camming more than stripping because I like not being by the customers. Yeah. Honestly, Having people I like there. I don't know. I liked it too because it's very empowering in your sexuality. It can do the opposite if you're not prepared for it, but. If you know how to handle it and you know how to state your boundaries, it can take 
you to beautiful places, even outside of your work. Like, it can bring so much to your bedroom, to your normal life, to everything. Yeah. I don't think I've ever made as good of money when I'm doing that. Honestly? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly. So, so then, are you not camming right now? Not right now, no. I didn't enjoy, I don't enjoy studio fees and I don't enjoy campsite fees. Honestly, I feel like when you're doing sex work, you deserve 100% of the profits. Like, preach it. A pimp. You shouldn't be having to pay your club. You shouldn't be having to pay your studio runner. Literally, they provide the equipment, which I understand, but they make so much money covering at the door, charging for profiles that they just—it feels selfish to be charging the women who are working for them. So then you're not doing sex work anymore? No. no. I'm not sure I can find a way to do it on my own terms. I don't know. I feel like, same thing with OnlyFans. It takes out so much of your profits where unless you're, unless you're in the top 1% of creators, you're really not going to be making good money. It's a lot of work. Because I feel like if you do have a percentage, I feel like... You could post every day and get fans and get money, but your percentage will not move. So you cannot say if you're not in the 0.8%, you're not a good creator. Because I know some good-ass creators out here that make the, like, ooh, the most fucking content. Because I've been on bitches' page that, like, say they're in the 0.2%. And it's just because they're, like, their engagement. It's all about engagement. Because I was engaging with a customer yesterday on OnlyFans, and I dropped down to 6%, and I was in 10%. Or it could be that they're providing... Um uh, ads like or are you what is that share for share yeah where girls have to pay them you shout out for shout out so they have to pay them on their OnlyFans plus 20% and then that's what gets some girls that gets actually gets them down to the below and what the girls actually provide promo that's the word I was looking for I don't know why well, I always call you Brenda Lucas my baby but I want to know why girls have their OnlyFans, like, for free. Yes. For free. Do they ever make money? Does it charge the card? Like, you know? Generally, when people do OnlyFans or have their page for free, they'll have certain content for free while certain content will be for charge. Like, they'll have the strip teases or whatever open, but anything that's, like, full play or full, like, toy use, they'll charge for obviously my free only fans is like i sometimes provide free like titties but anything else like you have to pay to view it like the only thing you're getting is free picture titties or maybe some twerking um but other than that like it's pay-per-view but i'm not even really active on that um but i do advertise that it, there is full-length videos on my paid versus like i might throw in three videos that are 30 seconds into one post and charge five dollars but yet there is it's just like showing different action but yet it's still nude but yet you have to pay per post um that's how i run my free page it's kind of like a naughty instagram i guess so that's how i've been thinking of it as <laughs> what i don't get is that girls that will do like full-on porn or like masturbating posting normally i'm talking about like your regular page where you like post everything 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 
Okay, yeah, no, I don't understand that. Like, I mean, there's Pornhub, and I there's like we post things on there for Pornhub, but even then, like if you go to my Pornhub, there's only like a select few. I probably only have one or two videos that are longer than a minute. All my other videos are very teaser trailer. Um, even though I do eventually plan on posting a full-length video, but that's just when I actually reach a certain amount of views just to get people excited. Um, Got to make it worth it. Got to make them work for it. I just can't give it to them. Like, I'm not just trying to give them everything up front. Like, I'm trying to tease them a little bit, and then once I get to, like, I don't know, 5,000. I can't remember where I'm at right now, but um, I have to look at it. And then once I get a cer at a certain amount, then I'll be like, because I know my goal for on Pornhub is like, once you guys get me up to here, I'll actually post. My goal is like, it's supposed to be a cream pie video with me and my partner. Um, and he hit, hit on Twitter, he is, it's the big Asian. On Twitter, I'm um, indulge chaos. So yeah, I just been trying to promote for that just to get people, I don't know. So how do you post things on Pornhub? How does that work? Like, do you, is there like a, like a verification process or can anybody post anything on there? Um, there is a verification process. I, I, I remember when I started my Pornhub at first, I was able to just post any of my content because I do do threesomes, um, or I'm getting, I'm being shared by more than one guy. And so, uh, at first I was able to just share, just post that stuff. But now, uh, Pornhub has ever since they went through all that bullshit that went, they went through recently, now I do have to provide their, the other, like if they see that it's more than one person in the video, I have to provide their, uh, at least their ID, like a pic, uh, front picture, a picture of the front, a picture of the vet, like it's like a whole like process. What do you, I love that they went through, what are you referring to when you say that? I'm referring to when, because uh, Pornhub recently they were going through, because basically, obviously, stepbrother, stepsister, step sibling content became super huge, and it became apparent that there was actually like actual siblings and actual step siblings and whatnot posting content with each other, and uh, Pornhub got attacked for that because in some some states that's actually illegal, and so that was part of the main reason why Pornhub ended up going into some stuff and now you actually had to provide your, uh, also, cause then people were like, oh, young girl, this, young girl, that. And so now you gotta prove that the girls are old enough and also you gotta be able to prove that they have consent cause there was also a lot of sleeping content where it's like, oh, messing with who, whoever while she's- in a hotel room type yeah, stuff. she's sleeping, like she's sleeping, like, and- yeah, like they have to prove consent now, and and if you don't have her ID, then obviously you don't have the consent. Part of the PR scandal was also there being so many underage girls on Pornhub, as well as there being so much actual rape content. Yeah, like it's not just consensual non-consent; it's not just like fantasy, like actual women's rape and revenge porn yeah. online for everybody to see. The most viewed porn site. Yeah. So then what started you in porn and how long have you been doing porn? Uh, what started me in porn, actually, uh, I, okay, so specifically my story of what got me into porn was 
I was at the time, I was already watching like cam girls. I guess you could say I kind of started a obsession with watching cam girls. Um, but at the same time, I also, around the same time I had gotten, <laughs> I went to, uh, I went to court and I, they told me I either had to pay like a thousand dollars or something like that or go to jail. And because I basically I smoked weed on school property, so that is a felony charge. Um, so I had to pay a certain amount or go to jail. Um, and at the time, I was just watching these cam girls, and I was like, you know what, I can do that, like that, that's easy as fuck. And I was living in the middle of nowhere, so it was like basically my only option. So I started becoming a cam girl. And then I was able to pay off my fine in like two months, but after I paid it off, and I was 18 at the time, I'm 30 now. Um, and so I was able to pay my fine in like two months. Thank you. I also have three kids. I just gave birth oh to three kids. <laughs> so, yeah. And so um, after I did all that, I was like, you know, I kind of love this. I don't want to quit it. So I've just continued on and I was a, became a stripper, but I stopped doing that. But at, moving forward from that, I've always been a premium Snapchat model, OnlyFans uh, model, many vids model, uh, streamy. Like there's just so many sites that <laughs> I am on. I don't put all my eggs in one basket. So, so then is that all, um, all that you do? Is that your main source of income? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's so empowering, and that's what I love about sex work is that you're in control of your schedule. You're in control of you, and it's all you. It's whatever you want to put out there, and, like, go make all that fucking money for shaking your titties. Like, it's awesome. You basically find people who love you for you. Like, they're like, no, I love her, like, the way she is, her person. Like, it definitely is a, um, what is it, uh, a confidence it's definitely a confidence booster when people just like end up being super obsessed with you and then you're on Twitter and then you get those random people that are just like putting those comments or like, I will eat your ass every day. It is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, like I've, I barely started getting like, um, there's actually, I have a follower that whenever, and then I, it, to me, I don't. I don't know, it's kind of nasty, but it just is a big confidence booster to me. But whenever he sees me post videos of me being shared by more than one guy, he's like, let me eat your pussy while they're done with you. And I'm I like, love that. <laughs> I love that. Like, oh my God, like, you'd really do that? But like, yeah, so. Okay. People are just into that. So then have you ever gotten any like crazy gifts or have people sent you, I don't know, like bags or clothes for different things? I mean, my address isn't, um immediately available but I do I did have a I did have an Amazon wish list until I basically found out uh, if they're creepy enough they can track the gift to your door unless you have a PO box so um, I mean the most expensive gift I feel like or the most amount it, I, it wasn't even a gift like and it was through premium snapchat someone paid like $500 just for my snapchat and then that was like it they didn't ask for nothing else they didn't ask for a custom they just wanted to pay me five hundred dollars and get on my premium snapchat so yeah and i like i'll take all your fucking money yeah like i was super excited for that and and then they wanted to buy me shoes after that about um the shoes they sent me a picture of like they tried to ask me what my shoe size and they wanted to send me a specific 
shoe. And I was like, I don't even like those. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not going to wear them. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate. Like, I guess I'm just going to move forward with saying, like, you probably need to just lie. You could probably sell the. <laughs> even if you don't like it, just take it and yeah, sell those. Because after that, he didn't, like, he stopped fucking with me. He's like, oh, you don't want my shoes? Like, I'm not going to say, like, get better taste, bro. These <laughs> yeah. shoes are gross. <laughs> yeah. So what's some of your most fun, craziest out there videos? You, you, you said that you do shared videos, but is there anything that's like, I don't know, extra crazy? Uh, I guess, I mean, I haven't really posted it anywhere, but there's a video where obviously my fiance shared me with another guy and it was the first time I found out I could squirt. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I just, like, I thought I was just peeing, but... It's a weird sensation, right? Yeah, it's a weird sensation. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It took a lot. It took yeah. a lot to squirt. Yeah, it's lot. not easy. Like I, I feel like it was like an hour of foreplay, an hour and a half of, like, or not foreplay, but it was like... That's exhausting. <laughs> an hour and a half of, like, action. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I think we got some good stuff. Did you already say your Instagram? Uh... My Instagram is Indulge Chaos, and my Twitter is Indulge Chaos, and you could also find me at IndulgeChaos.com. Thanks, babe.